Welcome to today's devotion on life this side of heaven. The Word of God from Amos chapter 5, verses 18 to 19. Woe to you who long for the day of the Lord. Why do you long for the day of the Lord? That day will be darkness, not light. It will be as though a man fled from a lion only to meet a bear. Standing as tall as 8 feet and weighing as much as 800 pounds, an adult male grizzly would be a terrifying animal to encounter in the forest. They have massive claws, and they are swift. In 2009, Usain Bolt, who holds the world record in the 100-meter dash, achieved a speed of just over 27 miles an hour. A grizzly can sprint as fast as 35 miles per hour. So even if you are a world-class sprinter, you're not going to outrun a grizzly. So why on earth would the prophet Amos use this terrifying image to describe the day of the Lord? He says, It will be as though a man fled from a lion only to meet a bear. This was a wake-up call. Amos was shouting out a word of warning. Under King Jeroboam II, the northern kingdom of Israel had enjoyed wealth, prosperity, and security. They were not faithful to God. In fact, they had turned away from him. You could see it in the callous way they treated people with injustice. Their worship was hypocritical as they trampled the poor. They embraced the depravity of the pagan culture which surrounded them. They longed for the day of the Lord, thinking that they would receive his blessing. But Amos wanted them to know that what they should have been expecting was his judgment. So the prophet raised the warning and asked, Woe to you who long for the day of the Lord. Why do you long for the day of the Lord? They were ill-prepared for it. Last September, a group of hikers were out for a walk in Glacier National Park in Montana's Rocky Mountains. While they were strolling along, another group of hikers who were up on a higher path looked down and spotted the danger they were in and for which they were totally unprepared. A grizzly bear had come down from the tree line and was approaching them on the path. They began to shout to the hikers below. They yelled at them to turn around. At that very moment, the grizzlies started running toward them. Commenting on a video that one of the hikers caught with their phone, USA Today reporter David Stregge noted, Once the grizzly started running, the shouts of warning became louder and more urgent. You can hear someone in the distance yelling to, Back up! Back up! And a woman nearby says, They shouldn't run! Before yelling to them, Don't run! Don't run! Experts on bear behavior say that's the last thing that you want to do. So what should Israel have done? The warning from Amos was that in the face of God's judgment, the last thing you want to do is try to outrun it. Just like the hikers yelling to their fellow hikers below, Amos wanted them to back up. The only way to come out of this would have been to repent and turn to the mercy of God. For the northern kingdom, as Amos says, it would be a day of darkness, not light. Ignoring the warning, God allowed the Assyrian kingdom to carry them off and these ten tribes were lost. It was like fleeing from a lion only to meet a bear. So, what should you and I do when God's law shows us our sin? It won't pay to ignore it. In 1 John we hear, If we claim to be without sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. And we certainly can't outrun it. That's when it's time to stop and back up. And he goes on to note, If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just, and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. In repentance and faith, we turn from sin and turn to Christ, who stepped onto the path to give his life in our place on the cross. With him, we have been rescued. We have full forgiveness, salvation, and everlasting life. There's a happy ending to this story. The bear turned from his attack and the hikers were safe. And I'm sure they probably paid a lot more attention to those signs in the park that most people take for granted. And there's happy news, even here in Amos. Toward the end of the book, the prophet holds up the promise God made that he would rebuild the house of David from whom would come the Savior. And through faith, you and I rejoice in the safety of his salvation this day. Let us pray. 
Heavenly Father, thank you for those whom you have placed in our lives, who have pointed to our sin, shared your call for repentance, and who have announced the everlasting mercy you have given to us in your Son. Amen. Thank you for joining us. If you're listening to us by podcast or on Alexa, we invite you to browse the resources that are available on our site at lifethissideofheaven.org. God bless you and have a great day.